week neither of you guys have a fog machine to get back at me for saying that <laughs> buying fog machine hello everybody We're like in a crypt <laughs> hello everybody welcome to another edition of big trouble little podcast episode 171 i'm joe dubs i'm andy I'm Zach. Ooh, and we are here for the worst movie of all time based off of multiple websites it's it's one of the movies we just the other movies we watched so we just decided to choose house of the dead the ooey ball movie but before we get into that guys what the hell hell you've been watching playing or doing and since zach had all the time to know what he was watching zach you are first okay i'm gonna start with what i played first because i did less of that <laughs> <laughs> i've still been kind of pecking at resident evil revelations a little here and there same uh, i'm gonna try to get a good day in sometime this week where I play a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've also I started playing Castlevania Dracula X on SNES. And uh, I'm starting why, to... I'm why noticed, Dracula X? Huh? Why Dracula X? Why'd you choose that one? Uh, because I hadn't played that version. And I was... I mean, I bought it with the intent to play it. I um, was at your house one time and I swear you were playing it, but you had like just bought it on the Wii or the Wii U or something. No, 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 that was Rondo of Blood. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They never offered Dracula X, I think, which is weird. But <laughs> I think it's because most people don't like that version of the game. Everybody says it's inferior, but it is different. They both have pluses and minuses. Most of the pluses are on Rondo of Blood, which is why I was like, oh, why that one? But, I think but they it's, changed... it's different enough to justify existing. I think. Like, the backgrounds don't look as good for the most part and i think they changed the level design because like which is weird i feel like it's more boneheaded in this game like there's just lines of enemies you just kill and it just feels like weird Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i've only played three levels so far it was on the 3ds that's what it was i knew it was on something oh i didn't get it for that so yeah i just i I was thinking like i thought that came out on a virtual console and that's what that's what i was thinking i haven't beat it yet it's got password systems so i'm like coming and going on it so it is what it is real real As, quick just to butt in ironically this week one of the things i played was rondo of bless <laughs> that's actually really good mm-hmm. <laughs> um as for what i watched i've watched uh i'll start with the earlier movies i watched last week i watched uh lake mungo which is um it's sort of a mockumentary slash found footage movie more mockumentary than found footage it's like uh, a family loses their daughter in some kind of like swimming accident in Australia and then um, they start to experience like weird activity in their house or something like a ghost Uh, but it's interesting because it's more played for it's serious like it's played dead serious the entire time as a documentary like there's a documentary done about this family that experienced weird shit after their daughter died, but the, it uses elements of found footage here and there of just the, his, their son's a photographer and he takes pictures and he had a, he took a picture of his backyard and it looks like she's standing back there in the corner or something. Um, but I, I don't want to get into it any more than that because that's what makes this movie good. I think is it, it uses the found footage thing very sparingly and to great effect especially because at the time it takes place which is like 06 07 
And there's some stuff that involves camera phones, and that was back when they were like really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's like it, it, you get like really bad camera footage where it's like you can't really tell what you're seeing, so you have to like kind of scrutinize it a lot. And it's very effective. Also, the same thing for, like, the digital cameras. That's back when, like, the digital camcorders were still not very good. Um, that's a good one. Uh, I watched Willow Creek by recommendation of a friend because I asked somebody, hey, have you seen this movie, the one I just talked about? And he's like, no, have you seen this one? And I was like, uh. and I was like no. And he's <laughs> like, well, I'll watch it. And like, well, you watch that one, and I'll watch this one. <laughs> I love doing that. And uh, it was it was based on found footage because I told him, like, secretly, I, I kind of like the found footage subgenre. But it's like, there's more misses than hits for it. I'll definitely admit that. It, it, uh, it's great watching found footage because, I mean, the very one of the very first ones, because I think there's one before Blair Witch, uh, just Blair Witch did a better job of... Uh, you know being successful but when Blair Witch came out everybody's like oh shit is this real are we in a movie theater seeing a real fucking well I think it was real yeah Yeah, I mean there's a lot of confusion about that back then so like um having that feeling a little bit not saying that like it's real but it like acts like it's like almost kayfabe and like wrestling just in the movies a little bit with found footage you can kind of do that some directors do that better some don't Yes. And it's like it's like obviously fake found footage shit, and it's just like uh, and usually it ends up being really bad. But mm. um, Willow Creek's one where like this couple is going out in the woods around where Bigfoot was sighted, and uh, I was like, okay, a Bigfoot one, all right, <laughs> and it's okay. I just thought it was okay. Like it's probably the best movie about a Bigfoot that that there's ever been, from what I could judge in the field. <laughs> um. Yeah, but what what I couldn't get over was that Bobcat Goldwaith fucking directed and wrote this movie. (laughs) Amazing. I was like, what? And he's done a couple other ones too uh, that were actually like kind of good. (laughs) But that was interesting. And then I watched um, Halloween four and five. Okay. Uh, Try that's ahead of schedule for like the monthly. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah thing but i'm trying to do this thing where i'm trying to watch all the halloween movies before i go watch like the two new ones because i haven't seen all the rest of the halloween movies anyway oh, i know it doesn't see, you didn't see 2018 either no okay i liked that movie i haven't seen halloween kills though yeah i'm gonna i'm waiting until i uh watch all these other ones i'm even gonna watch watch the rob zombie ones i mean i know you know this but the new movies follow only the first one not even the second one I, I, I know. I'm Part of me thinks I might skip ahead and go ahead and watch the other two and then just finish the rest of the series out because it's not connected. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see I can kind of see why after seeing like these these recent two. Yeah. But um, they're they're OK. They're not terrible. They're they're just it's weird. It's like Halloween ends up being more like the slasher fair of the 80s and sometimes even not the good one. People don't understand sometimes that those movies, specifically 80s slasher movies, they aren't aiming for good. They're aiming for entertaining. And I think right. that's the metric by which you should judge them. Is this movie entertaining? Is Halloween 4 entertaining? The answer is yes. It's it's fairly entertaining, yeah. Uh, but I would argue there are other ones of that time that do that better than what oh, yeah, Halloween definitely. did. Oh, yeah, way better. 
because to me it came off like Halloween is now trying to chase trends rather than be a trendsetter. Yeah, it was it was losing ground to Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, and others. Then I watched the Reanimator series. I watched all three movies. Slow and down. No, <laughs> I'm like I'm like Herbert West. I can't slow down for science, <laughs> real science. But uh, like the first one's great. It's a legitimately a great '80s horror movie. It's one of my favorites now. Um, the sequel's pretty good, Bride Reanimator. It's it's within the same quality level of that other one. And uh, the last one was like a sci-fi made-for-TV movie, but it's like not that bad actually. It's like if you like Reanimator, then you're you're probably gonna like it anyway. Um, it's more funny though. It's a little bit more silly than the other two are. Cool. And. I finished one, finished it off with Village of the Damned, which was very disappointing. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna watch the other John Carpenter movies. Here we go, and I watched Village of the Damned. It was just like, fuck, this is boring. I've started that quest as well. I, uh, are you done? Can I go? Uh, I was just gonna say, like, uh, anyway. what's funny is I, he did kind of basically confirm that he kind of just did this movie to have a fucking job and he didn't really care about it. <laughs> and then I also found out it was a remake too, of like a, a 1960 film called village of the damn. So another remake, but that's mm. it. All right. That's a good segue for Andy. Yeah. I watched Christine, which oh. I've never seen. Um, the movie owns, I loved it. <laughs> like it, it's, objectively a pretty bad movie like mm-hmm. it's pretty stupid but i really liked it because i like you know stupid car shit and um a spoiler for fucking 30 something year old movie uh they don't explain why the car is evil the car just is evil and at the end it just ends like there's never a part where they're like oh a, a worker was killed and, and built into this car by accident or or it's powered by orphan souls, or, or, or you know, a Satanist owned this car. No, just the prologue is just it's rolled off the assembly line and it cuts some guy's fingers off, and then a guy like suffocates inside of it, and they're like, "Oh man, that's weird." And then the, then it just jumps ahead twenty years, and it's like, "Oh, the car's still evil, by the way." <laughs> just, the movie just goes on. Oh, it's yeah. great. I loved it. What? I liked it a lot. Can we talk about like what happened to Keith Gordon? Because Keith Gordon in the 80s was was so popular. You know, he did Back to School. He did Christine. And then he just stopped making movies. Refresh me. Which one was he? He's the the main dude in in Christine. And he's the son of Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. Oh, yeah. That is the same guy, isn't it? I don't know. What did happen to him? I don't know. The, the, The last movie I see is... Walking uh, the, the Waking the Dead 2000. Mm. Actually, wait, there's more. He's done a lot of TV. My bad. He's still oh, around. Well, good for him. But anyway, I watched Christine. I'm trying to watch um, the Carpenter movies I haven't seen because of those red letter media ranking the Carpenter movies things, and that kind of like inspired me. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because there's a few directors I've seen every movie from. I'm pretty close with Carpenter, so I feel like I can I can do it. Right now on my desktop, I've got uh, uh, memoirs of an Invisible Man and Starman, which were always the two that like are supposed to be good, but I was never in the mood to watch them. I'm gonna try to get around to them this week. And 
um, other than that, I, I watched a bunch of Seinfeld, but whatever, who cares? Uh, I, I watched more Squid Game. It's getting even better. That I mean, I hate to be part of the mindless throngs of fans for that show because it's the most streamed show on Net- in Netflix's history at this point. It's I, there's a reason. It is a really good show. I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. Hey, if something's good, it's good. Doesn't matter how many people like it. Like Seinfeld. You like Seinfeld? Yeah, Seinfeld. It's you know. <laughs> like it's the kind of thing like people are all, always like well you should watch the office and i have to admit i'm like i'll never watch the office it's too popular like it's i, I bet i would enjoy the office if i watched it but no nah, i i'd rather watch seinfeld for the fifth time thanks <laughs> <laughs> the british office is better anyway probably i've actually seen some of the british office it's fine <laughs> um i played a cred load of yakuza like a dragon i've been streaming it at twitch.tv slash the cliche mustache I can't, i've been getting consistently like a viewer and they never say anything so i think someone is just content with they just want to see all of yakuza or something <laughs> so that's fine with me that's that's the perfect viewer in my book you know just come in and, and enjoy it because i'm not speaking either i don't I, I don't have a microphone plugged into the old uh series x right now but that game is hilarious and awesome and i love it to death and i played a few other smaller games got a box of games from japan and played a bunch of them uh fatal fury 2 um what else was in there oh my god i mostly played fatal fury a bunch i was like burning the other discs on there burning rangers i didn't start burning rangers yet fuck didn't do it yet and then today i got another game this one came from ireland but i, I haven't even ireland I, it, I i opened it when i got home from work i haven't got to play it yet but it's silent bomber so maybe next week i'll talk about silent bomber and or burning rangers and i played rondo of blood i played um some more sonic one it's just a bunch of random small stuff that i didn't like really sink my teeth into it's just like a quick little oh I played oh a couple fights in this game and um since we talked about it I had to do something else anyway, so I just put uh, the final Dave Chappelle Netflix special on the TV, The Closer, and I watched all of that like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, we have some news to talk about that later. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll save I'll save all my thoughts for the for the news segment later. Yeah. Other than that, anything else? No, I mean Yakuza Like a Dragon has been a good 50% of my media consumption in the last week, but Christine was the highlight. The movie kicks ass. Nice. So I'll go. Um, this weekend, uh, last weekend that just passed, uh, I thought I was going to get a big chunk of resident revelations, but I didn't feel good. Um, so I just stick to, to a game uh, that I could just turn on and play. And that's NHL 22. <laughs> Cause I could just fucking take a puck and shoot it. Um, mm-hmm. everyone's got a comfort game, like something is just yeah. Mine's just sports games. Uh, Resident Revelations. I just I I want to have a clear mind when I'm doing a story. Uh, when I'm not feeling good, I get all cranky and I go, "This is fucking stupid," and then I just like <laughs> lose control. I want to have a clear mind when I'm playing it. Uh, I since I watched Utopia, which had John Cusack. Uh, me and my dad watched 1408, uh, which is like a horror thriller. It has Samuel L. Jackson in there as the hotel manager uh, and John Cusack, who um, his his daughter died of cancer. 
So he's like becoming like a paranormal expert. He's like an author who writes about like the t top 10 haunted houses, top 10 haunted cemeteries, trying to find like clues for ghosts so that he could see his daughter again. So he, he gets this postcard from, I'm guessing, you know, an evil spirit or maybe Samuel L. Jackson just trying to lure him, in, lure him in because we don't know if Samuel L. Jackson's real or not in the, the movie. Um, but he goes into this room, he's being fucking haunted, and it's a really good movie. Uh, a really good twist at the end. It kind of feels like a Stephen King uh, novel uh, that turned into a movie. So I recommend it, 1408. It's $2 to rent on Amazon Prime, so we rented that. Uh, the other thing I watch, Lawnmower Man, because I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to watch a lawnmower man yeah of course it's, that's the did best you, reason to watch anything did you play the video game on super nintendo no but i want to and i've never played that game before is it good or is it bad it's fucking awful <laughs> <laughs> all of them are awful every version of it you know what's funny like about like game uh games that are doing like movies and stuff or movies that are games uh some of them are actually good most of them suck but that's that's the fun of it it's like you have to go through all the shit to get to the good what what is everybody's favorite movie to a video game because mine is probably one of the worst games of all time but i liked it and that's independence day on ps1 that's my favorite i liked it pretty well because i was really into air slash ace combat at the time mm -hmm. and it was kind of like that sort of yeah what about you zach oh off the top of my head um actually not real sure i probably and i know there's something really obvious that i'm not thinking of i'm probably gonna go with batman on nes okay i guess i'm gonna go with aladdin on genesis <laughs> oh that's a good one too yeah yeah but uh i don't know um i I didn't watch a lot of movies this weekend. I definitely going to watch a lot of movies, horror movies. Cause I, I need to close it out, uh, with some good ones. Um, trying to, I might watch the puppet master series this weekend. Hmm. So I've I, only seen the first one. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen, seen a, any of them. I've never seen any of them either. And I always wanted to see, so I might just do that this weekend. So, that's it. Let's let's get into this fucking Uwe Ball movie, House of the Dead. Isn't it Uva Ball? It's Uva Ball. Uwe Uva. Oh Uwe. <laughs> oh Uwe. We're gonna go down to Uwe's restaurant so, and box him in the ring, yeah. So number yeah. number one question about this movie. Number one question: Did Sega sign off on this? Yeah. Yeah, they they would have had to have. Yeah. Eh. There's footage of the game in it, like, and then during the stupid rave, there's like a big old Sega sign in the background. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> right when I saw the Sega side, and then I saw titties. I was like, "This is sure is an ooh ball movie," uh, because there, there's three things that he does: one, titties; two, it's always like techno electronic music when there's like a battle scene happening. And then three, he loves his slow motion. And there was... This was my first Uva Ball movie. Oh, so really? It was? Oh. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying was, uh, it was like 49 seconds in and I hate this already. Why? What did you hate? Oh, man, what happened after 49 seconds? I can't remember. It was doing that. It like cut real weird and like it started with that guy talking like, oh, it was it was a day at the rave and these people were there. And, oh, my God. Uh, something so serious. Something else. Something something really egregious. It, happened it cut to game minutes. the game footage, but it was like through a Photoshop <laughs> filter. It was like. Yeah, and it looked like shit. Hard yeah. And then they kept Photoshop. using it during the movie. It was so weird. They, they I, used yeah, it in like, transition. Well, instead of cutting, it's like instead of cutting to another scene, it would just intersperse like the footage from the game to initiate the cut to the next scene. It just made me want to play the game. It, it kind of did. It, 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 they tried to like match the scene too. Like when they were going down the, the hallway, the underground like tunnel and shit. Like they, they they had a transition of like a tunnel, and just like a zombie just popping out in front of them and, sh- and shooting them. It was really annoying those transitions. Like they were good. Like that. Like obviously, I wanted to play the game too, but at the same time, I'm like, this is so fucking cheesy. Like, <laughs> like he thought this was great transitions because when a transition happened, that's what happened. Is uh, the clip of the game showed up. I'm like, that's terrible. I thought that phrase that you just spoke many times during it, uh, he thought this was good. Like, during the stupid fight scene, it does that thing where the cuts get faster and faster along with the music. Mm -hmm. And when done only a little bit, something like that can be cool. But then it does it, like, obnoxiously, like, um, seizure-creatingly fast. I hate it. I hate it so much. Like, I was angry watching the movie. I was like, are you fucking serious? Oh, my God. Let's try to get the positive out of the way. uh, Because there's not a lot. So... Is there any? Sure. There's some positive. There's some positives that I thought he kind of, like... Because remember, this... There was one thing, yeah. When this movie came out, it was during the time of The Matrix. So he, definitely he was utilizing a lot of the Matrix slow time jump in the air. Four years after the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. So like I will give him props. It did Some of them did look cool. Some of them look fucking silly when the axe was being thrown and the, the pellets of the fucking shotgun were going towards it. I was like, that's kind of silly. Um, the explosions were kind of kind of okay. Um, I did not like I that. I still got frustrated because that is not how frag grenades work. Yes. Uh, the the house looks stupid, by the way. Look, definitely. The look, house is way bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Is it like built into a hillside or what is going on there? It was like, no, it was out in the middle of a fucking field. That's so, I don't. <laughs> it was like outside. It looked like a. A fucking like one story house, maybe, and then inside it was like the Spencer estate somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I gotta say, like when it started, it, I, I I never seen this one. I've seen a couple of Uva Bowls mm. cinematic offerings here and there. Um, usually because it used to be back in the day they would play them on the Sci Fi Channel. Uh, and back when, like, they had ECW on the Sci-Fi channel, I would sit there and I would, like, just have it on in the background, wait for ECW to come on. Mm. Uh, an Uva Bowl movie would happen to come on once in a while. So I would, uh-huh. like, catch some of them. Like, I, I saw some of Blood Rain. Um, 
the fuck. I think Alone in the Dark. So I've got a little bit of experience with Uva. Uh, but I love at the beginning. I didn't know Jurgen Prochnow was in this movie, and I was like, yeah, what the, what the fuck? fuck? And he's even like a captain. It's like, why is the Das Boot guy in this movie? They make they make a fucking joke about that. That dumbass guy. None of the fucking characters are likable, by the way. The fucking guy is like, oh he's god, it's a, it's a U-boat captain. And I was like, they made a fucking Das Boot joke about Jurgen Prochnow. God damn right it. Right on the nail. <laughs> hammer just like they, no subtlety at all he thought he was funny because uva's german and mm. Jurgen Prochnow is about u-boat it's like it's that's what das boots about Jurgen Prochnow, i think is polish actually but the, gu- the guy's name is a joke captain kirk yeah mm-hmm. they, they, they make a they make a, what's a, up a with the character joke? names in this movie one guy's name was like um Mac- macgyvers or something yeah macgyvers but why was it plural like is that a name or because uva bowl likes macgyver so he wanted to name a dude macgyver (laughs) oh no um well the the name that i thought was most funny was like of the 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 guy that was narrating the movie at first i thought he was the other dude on the dock there that was named greg Mm. and i was like is that him it doesn't sound like him that was confusing for a little bit when they finally get to the fucking island and shit where they're having like a Dreamcast like launch event or some shit at that <laughs> rave because that's what it fucking looked like. <laughs> I think it... Except there was like tits and stuff. <laughs> like there, there was like a girl in like a fucking one. That would have saved was... Dreamcast right there, man. That would have that would have saved it right there. Go to the the rave, the Island Dreamcast rave. I let but, um the Asian but... chi- the Asian chick that like was wearing like the flag as her clothes and shit and her name was liberty liberty yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the 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 coast guard agent is named casper mm-hmm. her name's jordan casper black chick yeah, is named karma everyone's got a distracting name they really do like nobody has a good name uh except for some they all either have a distracting name or a boring name it's like either greg or captain kirk like there's no in between and then, like, his first mate's weird. And that was another thing. When they were on the fucking boat going there, like, the Greg guy is getting seasick and he's vomiting. <laughs> and then, like, he vomits all over his girlfriend. And, like, it was like she was amused by it. She was, like, la- it was like she was laughing. You must have done you, it before. You vomited on me. And then, like, she's just cleaning her clothes and she's standing there topless in front of the creepy first mate. Yeah. Skip dude. I'm like what the fuck? Why are you standing topless in front of this fucking stranger? And she's like having a conversation because he's like, "I got you this cross." He's like, "Don't worry, I'm on the pill." And I'm like, "Fucking damn, yeah, another fucking." <laughs> you guys can use this as protection. Oh, I'm on the pill. Oh, oh, calls on. I was more offended that she said she made a joke that that guy was like fucking Gandalf because he offered her a crucifix. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we ball sees Lord of the Rings. Fucking crucifix. Uh, the dialogue with the characters are so retarded. I feel dumber yeah. listening to it. Uh, just Simon, he he's bad. Whoever plays him. Oh, I love the thing where he says. He refers to himself in the third person, and he says, "Simon says, Simon says, let's get the fuck out of here." Like it's like it's a cute thing he does that everybody knows that he does. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like endearing, but instead it's annoying. Yeah, he yeah. just looks like a fucking jerk off. But 
everybody in i'll say this you know what like you're saying the dialogue's really bad and shit but honestly it's just indicative of the time of like that's how horror movies were that's how characters were in horror movies back then it's i suppose it's very of its time go watch fucking cabin fever by eli roth yeah but there there are there are times where like a character would get dissed, like Simon would get dissed, and then there would be like a close up to his face, and he'd be like, "Oh," and then it, it, it like it would stop, and then like this, this off putting stuff like that happened, and then like uh, Rudy, I thought he wanted to kiss the fucking uh, C- Cynthia, the, the the fucking police lady who got her legs fucking eaten off and shit. Like they got real close, and I was like, "Is he? Does he love her or something?" Like. I didn't understand. No, he was he was trying to make her feel good before she died. Uh, I'm telling you, you've not seen enough Audi horror to to I guess to be able to tell that's what this shit just is. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you guys think of like the zombie look? I I, I thought it was okay. There's one of the pluses. Yeah. The, like makeup and like outfits for the zombies was really fucking good. Like <laughs> credit where credits due. I especially like when they're in the tunnel. And like some of them are like in the moss and like weeds and stuff, and then they stand up out of it, and they're just like weird. Yeah, I think that's just something they stole from the game, but they did a really good job on those suits. Mm. Like the zombies looked pretty fucking good. Like I'll give them that. The the zombies looked pretty good, and um, the first couple times they do that thing, you know, you set up a a ton of cameras around someone, and actually they they stole it from the Matrix. You set up a bunch of cameras around someone, and you get that that rotating shot of the action. The first two times it happened, I was like, Oh, it was pretty fucking cool. And then it happened 30 more times. And I said, well, this is getting fucking annoying. <laughs> I loved it. Every time he did it more, it made me laugh because it was like, like eventually it, it seemed like it was just like self-referencing itself as a joke. I think he just thought it looked fucking cool and he wanted to do it as much as he wanted. Well, I, I imagine they spent a huge part of the movie's budget on the rig to do that. Like, have you ever seen the behind-the-scenes shit for The Matrix, how they did it, like when Smith and Neo fly at each other or whatever? It's no. just they they have to get, like, 100 cameras or something just all the way around in a circle. And the way it happens is they fire at um, uh, 160th of a second or however many frames, 130th of a second. Baby! like in a circle around it and that's the spool of film that you get that's how you get that circuit circle effect damn better mm. you can do it in a computer if you're a lazy piece of shit and you want it to look like trash but that's how they did it with the matrix and i imagine uva bowl was like oh we got to get one of those they spent like a fifth of the movie's budget building it and they're like well we got to use this thing constantly to justify <laughs> this it's like the first the first couple times they do it it's like okay but then later on like what I'm going to say is my favorite part of the movie, <laughs> which is like when they go to the back to the fucking house, they have that ridiculous gunfight. It just made me laugh. <laughs> but like it, it showed like each, each character fucking going up and they're shooting shit. And then they'd all of a sudden do the 360 cut and they'd have a different gun in their hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, the, and my favorite thing they did though was when the characters died, but they didn't do it for every character. They only did it for two. Like, when Greg died out in the woods, like, I don't know what happened. He was firing that Beretta, and it just jammed, and he said, fuck it, and just started running. <laughs> and then he died, and it was like, oh, 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 and it's just like, like he died in a video game. And the screen goes red. It made me start laughing. 
I I thought he what was gonna happen because like they did this, you know, he was locked into the porta potty with shit on him, and like the zombie does smell him. He goes, and I thought what was gonna happen instead of him like hitting branches, I thought he was gonna like fart because we all like would do that type of humor. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, he already did a puke joke. Yeah. And some guy fell over in a porta potty. Ha ha. Nah. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I the the one thing I wanted to talk about is well one of my favorite scenes for me at least was the boat scene with Captain Kirk where he's fighting off the zombies. I thought I I liked that that, that was, was fucking badass. Yeah. I really like that he's not scared. He's just inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like he was like. It's like he sensed there were zombies coming, so he like went in his fucking cabin and got like a desert eagle. Yeah. He just has a fucking desert eagle and then he starts smoking a cigar. That he never reloads, he's just by the way. Zombies. Huh? That they none of these people reloaded. No, and no, then also, you just pointed off the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how that works. That desert eagle had thirteen rounds in it. I'm like, that magazine holds seven. How did you do that? I also counted, I think, three, but definitely at least two instances of someone using a pistol and it not having a magazine in it. Like, just blatantly <laughs> having no magazine, because you can see the bottom of it, and it's obviously empty. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to discuss, like, the plot of this movie is ridiculous. It's simple, but it's ridiculous. Um, you know, they go to this Dreamcast party, right? And obviously Simon and all the, the other people... They pay like a grand <laughs> to be fucking uh, taken by Captain Kirk uh, to the island, which there's a subplot where Captain Kirk is fucking smuggling weapons and shit. And uh, and uh, cigars, I guess. Uh, cigars is just a front for the weapons that are in a box. Uh, so you have that subplot. And then, like, obviously they find out the party was attacked by animals, but then became zombies and shit. And then... Captain Kirk talks about this like tale of Castillo being broad. <laughs> yeah, that just came out of nowhere, and it's like, what? That gets into one of the things about this movie. Uh, a lot of it goes into some of the criticism of Bull gets, which is like he makes he started making video game adaptations. He didn't always do that. He did a few movies before that had nothing to do with video games at all. He did. This was his on. first video game adaptation, right? Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay. And, um, like, it's that these are video video game to screen adaptations, but they largely have nothing to do with the video game. You could have called this fucking movie, uh, Isle of the Dead, Isle of the Dead, Raving Lunatics, or Cannibal Rave, or some bullshit, and it would have been Lark. You wouldn't have been any the wiser. They just, there's footage, random footage of House of the Dead to remind you it's a House of the Dead movie. That's what it's there for. <laughs> Um, like, yeah, it's that none of that shits in any of the fucking games. That shit with that dude who died like 500 years ago from Spain or whatever the fuck, priest or something. Also, (laughs) why is a Spanish ship off the coast of Washington? That's the wrong side of the continent. I forgot about that. I kept waiting for, like, them to explain what the hell's going on. They never do. Fuck it. Who cares? He, he was like Magellan before Magellan. Yeah. Or after Magellan. Yeah, so the plot is, like, we learn about this Castillo guy and his backstory. Then they, like, find this 
Secret lab. Where, by the way, these teenagers look inside this fucking microscope and go, that's a mutation. It's fucking genius, man. And I'm like, what's up, Zach? There, there's something about that. That guy, which was one of my criticisms, was like, who the fuck's this guy narrating the fucking movie in the beginning? It's him, uh, Rudy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then at the end, he says, my name is when there's like G and the other guy who are actually characters from the game that show up at the end. Like at it's the end. A fucking Resident Evil movie or something. I love that it tries to frame it like there might be a sequel, and you're like, there's not going to be a fucking sequel. There, wa- there was a sequel. No, there wasn't. <laughs> there was. Well, but uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm, my name's Rudolph Kurian. The main bad guy from the first game is Dr. Kurian. Yes. And I'm I- like, what? the fuck <laughs> let's talk about that since we're there right so he he, he drops this because i'm like curian i like that that's the bad guy right and and you see the chick because remember the chick has a fucking sword battle with that fucking castillo hellraiser looking stupid. yeah it was stupidly funny stabs her in between her titties and wouldn't you yeah, um, you're so prominent. It's just like a a big target. Just stab me right here in the middle of my tits. <laughs> and he comes out with her because like the 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 video game characters come to save them at the end because they were the backup the whole time. They come oh, up shit. and uh, she's kind of alive. And Doctor Kurian has always been a genetic engineer, former researcher of D- DBR Corporation since he was. The bad guy in in the game. So, are they trying to say that whatever was in that lab, he he brought back his girlfriend? It's a it's a prequel to the games. Yeah. So, yeah, this this plot was simple but dumb, and I I wonder what Sega thought about this after it was done. I don't think they fucking cared. That's back, when they, 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 that's back when they had bigger fish to fucking fry. Like, they were trying to keep their fucking company together and make money somehow any way they possibly could. Well, this, is, this is 2003. They are gearing up to become solely software at this point, right? They're, they're they, porting Sonic Adventure to the Dreamcast. They're pinning that six-game deal with Microsoft. They already were in the process of it then, yeah. Yeah, so they... Yeah, like bigger fish to fry is indeed... Like, it was one of the most pivotal moments in Sega's history, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, that's how I feel about this movie. <laughs> that's exactly just, correct. I just like how there's a silence. It's just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to because. <laughs> let me say this, Uwe Ball, and I don't care how I say it, Uwe, Uwe, whatever, Uwe Ball. Um, his Rampage movies are good. I don't know if you ever seen. What? Yeah, See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've heard that they're good as well. Yeah, I uh, after we after we were, I finished watching this, I kind of went down the Uva Bowl rabbit hole kind of again because I already knew about the guy. But uh, Justin Wang's video about the boxing matches, he brings up the fact that those rampage movies are pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen the first one, second one are fine. I think it's up to like five now, where it's just like getting out of control where we was like oh i got a masterpiece here let me keep on fucking milking the shit out of it like it's well, he's retired now right yeah he has a restaurant he's got a restaurant no, he, he's coming out he's coming out of retirement now really what, what is yeah. he doing 
He's going to start doing movies again. I hope it's video game movies. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope so, too, man. Let him direct the Uncharted movie. I'd Please. Please. <laughs> It'll actually come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But here's what I'll say. If it's free and it's streaming, you know, have some and beers. Yeah, and his friends. And yet there's beers and shit. Turn it on. It's fu- It's funny to watch. Uh, but I would not recommend like oh you, you need to have a good movie for a night. No, I'm not recommending this movie at all. I think there's better beer and buddy movies. I, I just even there's there's parts of this movie that are just kind of boring, and the parts that are like so bad they're funny get tedious. Mm-hmm. Like the the spin around shots and stuff like that. Like I don't know. I I feel like I feel like you'd kind of get bored eventually. It would have to be like. I'll turn the shit off. Let's watch Predator or something. I gotta get the taste out of my mouth, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, that's just, that's just me. I just it, it, I th- I think I, is it a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Is it the worst horror movie ever made? No, it's not that bad. It has a few redeeming factors. It's not Manos. Eh. Yeah, it's better than Manos. Yeah. I'd watch this movie again before I watch Manos. Fuck yeah. What about you, Zach? What's your take on this? Um, yeah, this. That's something that struck. This is the first time I've actually seen this movie all the way through. Is it's it wasn't nearly as bad as everybody's fucking making it out to be on the internet. Mm. It's I've seen much worse fucking horror movies than this, actually. Uh, well, I think I think part of it is it all snowballed from this thing where everyone had to talk about how Uva Bowl is the worst filmmaker of all time. Like everyone's just trying to outdo the other one, and it just becomes this big old like hyperbole snowball. And that's that's why eventually he was so frustrated. He was like, "People keep judging my movies based on me, not the movie. I'm gonna box them." Yeah, and, he, and, and then he did. And he beat all five of their fucking <laughs> and he asses. Fucking beat them all, apparently. <laughs> but one guy, I guess they fought in Spain, and it wasn't filmed or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was like, this movie's not fucking all that bad it's not i've seen much worse and uh the first half of it is kind of boring and it's all very like tropey it's got a lot of the really bad audies horror movie tropes of it it follows that writing style a lot and um oh all the characters are fucking unlikable yeah, I fucking no hate Simon, and I'm glad he died on how he died, where he just leaned into the zombie while he's grabbing him, and, yeah. and shot the gunpowder. Which, by the way, should <laughs> should have blew up that whole little house. It only blew like a portion of it. Listen, the inside of the house is bigger than the out, so <laughs> that's that's the it, that was the wing that you saw explode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my my favorite scene was when they had that stupid goddamn gunfight going to the house i don't know why it just entertained me for like five or seven minutes however fucking long it was <laughs> and, and they all fight and I, they all fight amazingly somehow yeah they all fight amazingly and they have like no goddamn combat experience except jurgen proc now and the the fucking the coast guard cop lady and yet they're all perfect shots and half of them now no martial arts and one of them was fighting with martial arts and she got killed and then she had her own her own game over screen when she died. And it was funny. How, how did she, how did she get on the island? Was was it a helicopter? Because it just showed like looking. No, at there it. was a boat. 
and the, they said the boat was destroyed. We just we didn't see it. Uh, it but, happened off screen because right. like it, it had like an overview of Captain Kirk's ship, and it's like oh there it is the ship over there, and I'm like wait are they trying to say it's a helicopter because I don't hear any helicopter. <laughs> um yeah, but I, I don't recommend this movie either unless you're like drunk and yeah bored. Uh, but like this made me think this oh it's so bad it's so bad and this was like the the one we voted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me think of like what were some of the worst movies I had seen in my life so mm-hmm. far and where that would actually place. So as a bonus, I did a top 12 of the worst movies I've seen my entire life. Is it number 12? No. Oh, I'll, I'll let you know. Number one is Manos. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> number two is a movie called Hellmaster that came out in 1992. Hellmaster. <clears throat> it's a horror movie. Uh, about some weird university where some guy unleashed some kind of weird experiments and there was like magic or something and it's it's fucking worse than this movie <laughs> uh, number three is Casino Royale from 1967 the awful comedy James Bond Jeez, I fucking hated that movie <laughs> I, mean, I hated it too I guess so but it's so goddamn disappointing because of what it is that also right. has to be taken into account yeah. This is what you do with the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, number four is Return to Savage Beach. <laughs> a lot of them are movies we've watched for this fucking podcast, by the way. I imagine my list would look very similar, yes. Number five is Suburban Commando. <laughs> I was frozen today. Uh, number six is Resident Evil, the final chapter. Mm. This is the last Resident Evil movie. Um, number seven is this one, House of the Dead. Ah, uh, there it is. Number eight is Paul Blart Mall Cop. Uh, I was wondering if anything else besides that second movie would be something we hadn't watched. Nope. It was, it was that time we was over at your place and you just put we put on Paul Blart Mall Cop for some Yeah, I was... threatened it for like two months and it finally happened. And it sucked. I, I honestly, <laughs> until you brought it up just now, I forgot. I forgot that happened. That movie is like comedy death. I told, I told all of my friends, I get it again, we're going to get drunk, and I'm going to put on Paul Blart Mall Cop. And they said, don't do that, that's stupid. And we kept like trying to decide movies to watch, and I would always nominate Paul Blart, because I'm an asshole. And one night, I finally just did it. And everyone was drunk enough to not be able to put up a fight. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, a, a train accident. I couldn't stop watching it when it was on. I was like, what? I was, I was like intently watching that movie. It's something else. Uh, number nine is Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Okay. Number ten is Deadfall. Okay. Number eleven is Doom Annihilation. <laughs> we watched that on here. We did. And we number twelve. Too. Yeah. And number twelve is Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh. There yeah, we go. Yeah, those are those are mostly movies that we had to watch for the show. I mean, that we got to watch for the show. Yeah. We didn't really watch all the Star Wars. I mean, you guys might have done that before, but no. No, we just I, I did the great debate. That's all we did. Okay. But uh yeah, that's that's my top that's my twelve pack of like the worst movies ever I've seen in my entire life. Zach's bottom twelve. All right. Well, we're gonna be seeing a good movie next week and talking about it at least, I should say. Uh The Shining, uh by Stanley Kubrick. Uh, the movie, at least the book is. Oh, not the TV movie. Yeah, not the TV movie. 
I like Fuck. I like Stanley Kubrick's better than the TV movie. That that was terrible. The TV movie, even though that's more towards what Stephen King did in his book. But uh, remember to watch The Shining, um, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Uh, time to get into some news that mattered to us. I let's get the 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 drama the drama out of the way with the Dave Chappelle. Um, so Dave Chappelle has been getting heat. Apparently he's been getting heat for a while before like the closer. Um, because he makes comments about LGBTQ, uh, and trans people. And in the closer, he, he makes some offended jokes a little bit about the baby. Uh, the baby is a, ra- uh, a rapper. Um, that fucking made me laugh. Actually. Yeah. And then he ended it, and I, I, I gave you the clip in the Facebook where he, you know, talks about his trans friend. Um, he decided to bring her on one of the, his shows, and she stunk, and uh, found out that she was hilarious because she sat in the crowd and did that one joke where you guys like, does the, you know the hair match the drapes? And she said, no, I have hardwood floor. Uh, which is pretty hilarious. Uh, but anyway, after that, like the trans community was attacking Chappelle and she defended Chappelle and he says it in, in the closer, he doesn't know if she was just depressed or she was depressed and they were dragging her at the same time, which led to her killing herself and jumping off of a roof which he he made that joke like nonchalant like he's like i only made that joke because she would like it um but the netflix uh people are doing a walkout kind of thing because the trans community and my my thing with dave Chappelle is i like what he said at the end because he said empathy is not gay, empathy is not black, empathy is bi, it goes both ways. And he talked about being human. And I thought that was great out of his whole segment. That even though, you know, she was trans, like they had a conversation in the public where it's like he had questions about like what trans people do and they made a thing out of it and they became friends and they didn't she didn't care about his skin color and he didn't care about if he was a he or a she and it wasn't about pronouns uh so i want you guys opinions about this like why can't we just go back to making fun of each other but the, the rest of the the rest of the news is that uh trans people who work at netflix are pissed off about it and they're gonna they're gonna walk out tomorrow i guess like i don't know that that's weird right it seems weird Mm. like a walkout like is it high school i don't know i i'm not part of fucking hollywood or anything but whatever that's that's the rest of that story but they're upset even though the whole thing i watched the whole thing today Mm. the whole thing really seems to be just like about that issue in a roundabout way like he talks about some other stuff obviously too but it really ends up just being him 
in his own way, kind of trying to set the record straight and apologize for the perception that he is a, a transphobe because he's had that reputation for a while, apparently. Mm. I guess it was an article written about him a few years ago. He talks about it during the special that said he's punching down and he's a transphobe and he doesn't know how to use pronouns correctly or whatever. <laughs> so just about the whole, it's like an hour and 12 minutes, just about the whole thing is a roundabout way of saying, look, I'm not trying to be transphobic. It's just, I'm a comedian. Can we all just laugh about this? Together. And he does he does what I consider to be a good job. But, you know, I'm like a straight white male. So who cares, you know, yeah, but what we I have to say. But we, we shouldn't be thinking that way, right? Like how he put it, he said, I won't make another joke. Meaning, because back then we used to make jokes about everything. It didn't matter about race. It didn't matter about, you know, your sexual orientation. We just laughed together. And, you know, some people did get butt hurt, but like that was comedy. And he's like, well, I'm not going to do a joke ever again until you guys start laughing with us together. And it's like, he's right. Like if, if you, if you're not, if you're not going to laugh with us, I'm just not going to include you. And people don't like that. People don't like being uh, not included. They want to be included. So, I don't know. I'm just tired. I'm tired of the tiptoeing. And because of I'm this and I'm that and tribe and community bullshit. Just fuck it, man. Just have, have fun. It's, it's a comedy show. It's not like we're going to, you know, a dinner and be like, n-word this or you, you you have a pecker and all that stuff it's like then then that's where you draw the line you just go yeah you can't do that there but at a comedy show have fun well he, my, my opinion of it is um it's important to note that i don't think he says anything that's like too offensive except as a, in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way mm-hmm uh, it's hard to just be like, can't we just joke about everything? Because he is a famous and rich person. And what he says is going to carry more weight than just like your average Joe on the street. So he still kind of has like a responsibility to not be racist or transphobic or bigoted or whatever. But as far as I can tell, he's not. And I think that should be the end of that conversation. It should be, oh, he's just he's joking around. It's, it's fine. He's not actually transphobic. Yeah, but they don't look at that way. They, they think yeah, he... that, And that, I think, is where, in, in my opinion, from what I can see, that's where the problem is. And it's just, it's at the end, he makes kind of a point. He doesn't come out and say it, but he talks about how, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Hart was supposed to host the, the Oscars. Oscars. Yep. And they took it away from him and it like upset him. And then he kind of comes back around after a couple more talking points to be like, stop punching down at me or us or something like that. Kind of saying like, you know, and this this goes to show as well because they have that list of demands and they're going to walk out and they want to get all these shows made and they want to have all the uh, uh, there needs to be a fund of millions of Netflix dollars that only goes toward uh, trans entertainment. It 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 makes it look like well now you're just bullying a bunch of other people mm -hmm. to get what you want. 
and it's, you know, that's what that's what that's what they did to i mean again he doesn't outright say it because he just doesn't know the mindset of daphne is that with you keep on bullying could have led to someone suiciding and it's just like stop it <laughs> just, if you don't like something don't buy it if you don't want to see something, I forgot what rapper said it, but he's like, cyberbullying, just fucking shirt, turn off your fucking monitor. What the fuck? I, <laughs> yeah. So, like, you don't have to put yourself in that situation. You put If you go to a situation where you're going to be terrible and you're going to hate it, why are you there? It's not like they're locking the room, putting a chain on and be like, you can't fucking leave. Fuck. I don't know. Well, it's not... I, I think I don't think that they are. There isn't a bunch of trans people who are trying to innocently enjoy Dave Chappelle's stand up and they're getting upset and now they're pissed off. I think what's happening is there's trans people who want authority over entertainment and they're using what Dave Chappelle said as an excuse to get what they want. Mm-hmm. And, and that sounds transphobic, and I apologize for that. Ninety nine percent of trans people are cool they're just they're just trying to they're they're living the human experience they just want to do their own thing and that's cool just tell me what your pronouns are and i'll gladly use them i promise but i i think it's that one percent it's probably less than one percent of people who are just using something to get to get you know power i guess power is a vulgar way to to illustrate it well like Chappelle said twitter is not a real place and i think if you if you take twitter out of the equation then you don't have this walkout, in my opinion. Because if they don't have a social media to go back on and have have victimhood, then there wouldn't be a situation like that. And I, I, I commend Chappelle for being like, Twitter's not real. I'll fucking say what I want to say. And I know he didn't really, he didn't go in hard. And I'm not asking him to go hard. I'm not telling him to be edgy just telling him to be funny when he wants to be funny. And I think other comedians should follow suit as well. But um, let's get out of this. Uh, unless, Zach, do you, do you have anything to say? I know we, me and Andy were talking most of that. No, you, you, both of you guys pretty much said what I mostly would have wanted to say anyway. It's just a bunch of weirdo sociopaths on the internet trying to use outrage as fucking currency to get what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's one percent of every stupid group wants to be really tribal and lord that over people and fucking get some kind of advantage it's just tragic because it gives a lot of bigots a platform to be like well look at how these trans people are acting it's ridiculous so they're they're gonna cancel dave Chappelle. they're gonna do all this other stuff they're obviously bad people no the people trying to to do this they're bad it doesn't matter if they're trans or a different race or a different sexuality or aliens from Mars, they're assholes. They're assholes regardless of how they identify. It's a, it's a vicious cycle. It's a self perpetuating cycle that they've trapped themselves in because of social media. Yeah. The social media has this like tribe mentality, even though like, I don't agree with those bigots, you know, that are going, Hey, you you trans community you it's your fault that dave Chappelle is being canceled but then you have the other side of the coin where people who are not fully extreme 
are still on that side of the tribe when we all should be in the middle together being like this is fucking stupid there's Look. only one tribe brother the, the human tribe the human tribe <laughs> yeah if this is 15 years ago or something i don't think this would be nearly as much of an issue no i think Just because of the lack of platforms to go co constantly be connected in you know they always say like if you'd go back in time would you shoot baby hitler um <laughs> no because that causes red alert command conquer <laughs> it's it ca that causes an even greater problem that nobody could have predicted yeah I don't know. but i would go back to like 2003 when there was no fucking facebook or twitter <laughs> i'd go back and buy a fuckload of bitcoin yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too uh, we just have the internet without social media again. <laughs> I just want to go back to like forums. Forums were fucking fun, and they. I weren't. like instant messaging still. Dude. That's yeah. like, can we keep instant messaging? And it sucks. It's the future. This shit's not going away. I can make it go away. I could refuse to participate in it. Just... Uh, something from the news. Facebook was down for like three hours or something this week, and people went crazy. <laughs> people were going crazy. There was that, that there was that other time a couple weeks ago after a, a, a whistleblower or whatever the fuck was on 60 Minutes. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, it was like, oh, now it's all down for like six hours. It's like, okay, that's not suspicious. <laughs> just... And then Twitch. What did they blow? What what was the what was the major? Uh, oh, the the lady wanted more. Thinks that there should be more censorship in Facebook. That was the whistleblowing. Saying that Mark Zuckerberg is. Uh, that's not a whistleblowing. That's just. Like, a... are they spying on people? Are they like? I mean, they're already spying on people selling their information and storing their information. We know that. She's like, talking what... about that, and then talking about how there should be more. Said it was weird. It's like. Some people theorize it was a plant or something. I don't fucking know. Mm. I don't either. I don't, yeah. I don't follow that stuff, I guess. Yeah, I don't really either. Maybe I should, because that's the world we're living in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but moving away from this stupid stuff, Zach, you said you had some DC news to talk about. Next, we'll discuss Israel. Does it have a right to exist? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. They're part of the human tribe. They have a right to exist, damn it. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this discussion. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, the DC fandom thing happened. Uh, usually that was a big thing at like a convention. But because DC's coffers are fucking exhausted and everybody's afraid to go to a fucking convention... They just had it on on the internet. <laughs> Their coffers are exhausted. Can you elaborate? Well, um, technically they're exhausted. Uh, I, mean, I would they're part, say they're part of Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, the, Brothers. this big merger happened, but like they're um um what's the word I'm looking for? They're oh hell, it keeps it keeps escaping me. Their cachet within the uh, corporate structure is, is very small. Hmm. Uh. To the point to where it's like, oh, you guys sell comic books. Um, all right. Um, well, and they just downsized them and put a bunch of people in charge of positions they had no business being in because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I, I think we kind of talked about it before. Like, as far as I can tell, uh, DC Comics, Detective Comics Comics, is really only useful because of its intellectual properties. I don't think Time Warner church cable whatever that 
company that conglomerate is now i don't think they care about comics i i bet i bet if you asked them hey what do you think about your comics division they'd be like we make comics <laughs> marvel is kind of in the same boat it's just neither of these people that work for these companies really want to admit it mm-hmm. and I, I would be remiss to not mention that part another part of the reason why they don't want to go to conventions anymore is because they all fucking hate their customer base <laughs> There's like this this thing going on between people that work in comics and people that buy them. Well, they don't want to sell to neckbeard losers anymore. They want to sell to uh, normies, pretty college people, or something, right? I don't, I don't normies. Know. What is the target audience now? Normies. Uh, it, it's a it's normies. a fan it's a phantom audience that doesn't buy their books. It's the it's the movie going audience, right? They say, oh, all these schmucks went to see Iron Man. Let's sell them comics. Is that not it? No. That's not it. <laughs> it's like you would think that, but then they go, they would go to buy the books, and then Tony Stark's dead, and Captain America's Nazi, and the Hulk is dead, and like none of the characters that they discovered in the movies are in the books anymore. Yeah, that's a weird. Like I was, I was always pro. Let's move on. Like I only read comics for a while in college, and I haven't in years. So my my opinion on this is very very juvenile, and then uneducated but uh i was always pro oh spider-man's married now they're gonna have a kid or something like you know move the hell on but then they like rewound everything and i don't like i didn't like the idea of oh it turns out all along captain america was a a, a hydra nazi guy like i don't like that but i mean at least they're doing something they've been writing captain america stories since 1941 you know you gotta do something Another new thing is Captain America loses faith in America all the time. <laughs> all the time, really? That's, that's the only story they know how to tell with him now. But anyway, uh, DC fandoms, like, what they do, like, oh, we got trailers, and they make announcements, and they show stuff about video games and shit. The and, Batman. Um, they had the Batman trailer first. Did, Dub said he saw it. Did you see it? Um, I, I didn't watch it, but I was aware of it. Do I get points for that? Meh. It was pretty. It was pretty <laughs> It made it look better than what I thought it was going to be. There was a lot of like kind of worrying reports about that movie, like over the past six to eight, six to eight months. I got, well, it's it's changed creative teams a couple times, right? Like and usually been that's a very bad sign. There's been a lot of reshoots too. I got a question now because like they they advertised it before and even during the fandom, they like this is Batman. He's the detective. It's a detective noir. And then you have, like, Batman going down a fucking tunnel with, like, a RoboCop suit and shit, and people just unloading a whole fucking magazine, punching people. And and then, like, there's other action scene. I'm like, what is so noir about this? There's nothing noir about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> the noir stuff is in the movie. They just wanted to make a trailer. They was like, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, cool. Because that's how you hook people, I guess, now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh... It looks to me like the Riddler is in this movie, and that might be where some of that detective noir horseshit's coming in. Um, I like that Batman's Batmobile is a muscle car in this movie. Yeah, I saw a picture of it. It looked pretty slick. He's got the taser gauntlets from the Arkham games. Um, um, the, the, there's the, el- various elements that I like. The Riddler, by the way, you guys have seen There Will Be Blood, right? Remember? You know no, the, I the You know the, the son that was like the preacher and shit? Yeah. He's the Riddler. Oh, kick ass. Yeah, so and uh Colin Farrell, um 
is fat and he's penguin. I did know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's still a strange choice for a penguin. And Selena Kyle is in there, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. They're getting too many villains in there. I thought they I learned their lesson. I don't think they're positioning her as a villain. Yeah, she's like a um, a buddy. Hero. She's a she's a tweener, as we say in the wrestling industry. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there was the Flash trailer, the, the the Flash movie that's actually a Michael Keaton Batman sequel. <laughs> that's the only reason anyone cares about it. <laughs> that really is the only reason anybody gives a fuck about it. And it showed in this trailer because it was like, there oh, there's Flash, there's Flash shit, Flashpoint. And then it showed like they're in a cave and it looks kind of like his back cave. And they're like, what is this? And there's like a tarp over this thing that looks like the car and it cuts away before they pull the tarp off. They, they knew what they were doing. And then you hear some footsteps and and the flash people are down there. There's like three different flashes for some reason. And they're like, are you, are you coming with us? And you see him, you see the back of his head and that's all you see. You don't see the front. They knew exactly what they were doing. It was like, God damn it, I want to see this movie. <laughs> I, I'm in. I think um, what, I think what bothers me about the Flash, like I understand they made like a whole semi universe of like with the Bat Fleck and everybody. Um I watched the TV show, the CW, the Flash show, and he's some he's a he's a better Flash than this guy, in my opinion. Well, they're not. He's not like one of them. No. Oh, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, that, that is a missed opportunity, actually. I, I heard a lot of people like that show. They like that guy that plays the Flash in that. I don't really care for Ezra Miller's Flash. He only did one thing that was great. It was that scene in Justice League where he's running really fast and Superman can see him, and he's like... So <laughs> 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 when he realizes he can see him. Yeah, that's a good show. I really like that show. Um, There is a new season of Young Justice that has started. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Anybody watched that show and liked it? The animated show? Yeah. Oh, there's a new season now. Yeah. They, well, they did another a new season like a year or so ago too. Oh, cool! It's, I didn't know. It, that. It's on HBO Max. You can watch it. Um, then they did some video game stuff. I think they showed more of the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, uh, which I'm not totally sold on that game, but like the idea of it's interesting. Yeah, I'm interested on the premise alone, but everything else, I'm like, I don't care. But I love the idea of that being the plot. Then there was the Gotham Knights game, which I was kind of interested in. They showed a trailer for it. It has just like Court of Owls and stuff. And it showed a little bit of the gameplay and the other characters you can play as. And I'm like, cool, I'm excited for this. It's going to come out next year. I don't know. I don't know when. Just next year. I have something that I'm kind of excited about for coming from the new Suicide uh, Squad movie. John Cena is getting his own show, Peacemaker, on HBO. That's Max. right. I saw that too. It's like a prequel or something. Yeah. So I'm a little excited because Peacemaker was my favorite character in that whole movie. So John yeah, Cena I, is my favorite character. <laughs> I was really surprised because I was like, "Oh, that's going to be a throwaway character." And then watching the movie, you are constantly like John Cena's doing a really good job. What the hell's going on? But it's not like he needs a lot of depth to play that that psychopath character, but it's just it's entertaining and fun. And you like I it. mean, John Cena played a psychopath character in WWE for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every time yeah, I never to... saw that. Well, no, every time John Cena goes crazy like when he's having a battle with somebody, you always hear Michael Cole. He's like, this is a different side of John Cena. He's a maniac. 
I still remember that time he got mad, and I, I don't remember the context for it, but like Jack Swagger made John Cena angry, and he beat up Jack Swagger so badly, I felt bad for him. <laughs> like I, John Cena's supposed to be the good guy. I'm like, fuck. Like he clotheslined him, and he was shaking, and his face was red. I'm like, God damn, dudes, calm down. <laughs> what the hell did he do? Yeah, so I'm excited for that. But uh, so there, they, there's only two games, the Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights, which I'm kind of excited because it's co-op. So we could yeah. play that. I think all three of us can play that if we get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. that. That awkward silence right there. Um, anything else at DC? Uh, that was mostly all the stuff I, I cared about. Um, um, oh, I think, I think she Hulk's coming back. Finally, the, the, whoever had that idea to let's make her all ugly and gross and just make a, even more of a copy of what the Hulk is instead of what made her unique. It looks like they're walking that back. Finally, <laughs> are they going to make her like smart and like a lawyer and stuff? She was before. Cool. I hope she she's 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 fun and again I think yeah but I, I always thought that was really fun like she was an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else because I don't think there's anything else because I had something small. Oh yeah, so the Xbox Series X, uh, they had like a mini fridge that they were gonna sell. It sold out in 37 seconds. So of course it did. That's badass. I want one. Yeah. So. Was that thing just a fridge, or was it also a console that had a fridge in it? It was a meme. Um, I believe, like, Xbox sent a celebrity, like, a a fridge. I think Snoop Dogg, they gave him, like, a big-ass fucking Xbox Series X fridge. And people were like, oh, I want that. And they're just like, well, we can't just be selling fucking refrigerators, because that's a lot of money. So they're just like, we're just going to do mini fridges. And the meme became a, a reality. Oh, the light inside is green. That is an excellent touch. Man, it's a hundred dollars. Not bad price. Why would so many people want an Xbox fridge? I don't know because why do people want like a fucking Red Bull fridge? Like that's that's weird, right? Yeah. Like it's not like the, the they gotta couple... have their energy drinks close. They can't be getting up and going downstairs and getting their energy drinks. They gotta stay in their room. They don't you know, want they, they don't have to walk past their mom. You know what I'm saying, right? That's not like the Coca-Cola fridge. You know, that like vintage look. And it's like, oh, you know, this, this is a Coca-Cola fridge from 1934 or something. It's it's not like that. <laughs> or, you know, they, they turn in their uh, DVD collection into like a fucking rental store. Some people do that. Okay, secretly, I, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the secret's out. Yeah, but other than that, I think... Andy, unless you have some news that you want to bring up. Hell no. Hell no. Okay. So we're uh, next week, we're going to be talking about The Shining. So again, remember Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Uh, and if you want to catch more Big Trouble Podcast, make sure you type in Big Trouble Podcast on Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Alexa, Amazon Music, other things uh, me and Zach are going to be doing um, getting some color uh, this Thursday um, that's if life doesn't get in the way we still have two days left anything can happen um, so remember that and we're also working on playing Resident Evil Revelations for the Nemesis Project hopefully 
that will be done probably at this rate probably early november i don't think we're gonna hit halloween time uh unless we finish it this weekend i guess we'll see um but other than that i think we will end it here um see you guys next week for more spoopy month peace thanks for listening play this (laughs) 